one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real, it says it right here. Today, we're going to have a very special podcast. The Heffron Reap Show with John Reap is um, what happened to John Reap was, let me just tell you this, and then I'll get into this in a second. John Reap was in Tampa, Florida last week. He was at Side Splitters, where I am going to be in October. And what happened was, John's shows were so good. They were so sold out. He, uh, the, the audience laughed so hard um, that I forgot to plug my computer in, which means it's going to die. But they were laughing so hard that uh, it just took everything out of them. And he's like, listen, I brought so much joy to everybody in Tampa this weekend. Uh, I have to sit out this podcast. And I, and I went, John, you you deserve it. You deserve it. So that's why I have a Bible out. And we're just going to go through some things. We're going to start working on our foundations. By the way, so I'm new to reading the Bible. Um, and look how old I am. Look what it says right here. Large print. If anybody out there has not gotten a book in large print, I highly recommend it. Tammy Pascatelli, do you, do you read stuff? Because look, Tammy, you're, you're, you're a faith. Look what I do. Watch this. I have my little Bible. I love it. Here, but do you see my little podium thing? And I yes. That my, my father and, would be very I, proud of you. And, and I go like this, and then sometimes I stand, and I just go, and there won't be no dancing. Like, I, I just <laughs> do. I mean, that's, that's not what it says. And then, then I have these little markers where if yeah. I think something is, is kind of cool, I write that, I write that down. That's awesome. I have a holy mass thing right now. If you would, it's a holy mass in my pocket that I carry with me on the road. If you would like me to do something, Lord, hear our prayer. If you would like me to read it to you at another point, maybe we'll just do a whole service sometime like that. I'm gonna look what I got. Look what I got. First time I ever got one of these. Oh, good for you. Oh, I like this wife. <laughs> You're like I like this one. Uh, I like this life. Yeah, I do. I'd have more. I've probably been more uh, spiritual or uh, lately. I know people jump on and off. I get it. I get that people. Life is hard, and nobody judges that. That's the thing. Like I never was part of that organization that would judge. Like I always had my own faith. That's what got me through. But like, do what you want to do figure it out with God. Like, you know what I mean? That fire and brimstone thing, I think never brought a lot of people to where they need to go. Yeah. Well, I had, I had a thing. I had like a medical thing. Um, and then, uh, so then I got real like uh reedy and pray. Cause I'm like, Oh, if this, if this is a, what, what I, I think it might be, this is going to suck. Right. And then you kind of have all these moments. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. So then I got all that. Well, I think a lot of it, you know what? I mean, everybody has different things, but it's how we get through. 
You know, I mean, for me, that's how I get through because there's something greater than me. I think we get so myopic, especially in show business. And there's so much, there is a level of narcissism that made us get on stage. We needed whatever attention it was, the love that we get from the audience. And then we end up talking at people that we love ultimately that Mm -hmm. I I have to stay prayed up for me because (laughs) it, it, uh, helps me to calm down. Like it, it definitely. How religious, how, how deep do you think you can go and still do what we do? Sticking with what you do. Like, like, cause there are, are Christian comics. Yeah. Right. That, that you know, do a Christian act, they do a Christian act, but I've you seen some of them. And some of it, I think is a little hocus pocusy in the sense of, my husband doesn't vacuum, but like a good Christian woman, I don't kill him. And then everyone laughs yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. like, you're like, yeah, but no, you're not supposed to kill your husband regardless of your, but they just throw in, um, I'm a, this. Well, right? I don't and then this part of Lot of, of the Bible yet where Lot is, I mean, not Lot, Lot and the sir, they, that's the pillar of salt. Uh, Abraham is supposed to sacrifice his son. God tells him, sacrifice your son because he wants to see how faithful Abraham is. And then just at the last moment when the boy is on the altar, this is Old Testament hardcore stuff, a goat comes and God says, sacrifice the goat and let your son go. And I used to do a joke about like uh, that kid was good for the rest of his life because he knew that his father would literally kill him. He had seen it like there's no way that there's an awkward conversation walking back down that mountain. You know what I mean? Like. Hey, I love you. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't talk to you. I, I don't believe uh, about this, ab- about writing material. Did I do this last week or is this with Reap? I'm sorry. My, my brain. Is I, I wasn't with you last week, so I'm not sure. Go ahead. So l- look what I do. I even highlight stuff mm-hmm. and I go like that um, with my big print. And then uh, three things uh, lied about. So now how I write material is I will go through. And I will define a sentence right here. It says the longer you live, the wiser you become. But then this is Job. But then he says, but I see I was wrong. And God's spirit in a person is that's how you become wiser. So his whole thing is the older you get doesn't mean you get wiser. You can be an old, dumb person you because you, you, you never get your learn on. So then what I started doing going, that's a great bit. What one thing or two things in your life do you think you would have been better at or been wiser about now, right? Because then I'm like, so look at that. So it's not, it's not a Christian comic, but I'm drawn. I'm well, drawn I from- to, so years ago, you know, you do, you walk different faith, places in your faith. And I always have written my act as if my parents were there because my father was a, not only a, a good Christian, but my father was an Italian father that literally you couldn't embarrass him like that. I did, you just never wanted to disappoint that man. Right. And um, I talked to my pastor at one time and I said, you know, I swear and I can't help it. I, I mean, I'm trying to not swear. Some of the stuff I talk about may not be, you know, I'm not a Christian comic, although I'm a comic who is a Christian. And he said, girl, Jesus took sailors. He wants you to talk to the people like that. He wants you to be relatable. Like he didn't go get the people out of the church, out of the, out of the sky. Like he didn't take the rabbis. Mm -hmm. 
he took the average people because he wants you, you know, sometimes you're as close to church as someone's going to get. And I'm not trying to convert anybody. Like that's not my message, but my message is, you know, I've named my specials, find the funny, you get through it, you know, everything that happens after school, like we can get through things because bad stuff happens. It's how you process it and where you go from that, you know? Yeah, I think it's super interesting. Like the the more that I've been reading in the stories, I just kind of apply it to like stand up and then you you think of, you know, because I, I want to bring back my 80s church uh, thing I used to do where I used to find lyrics from 80s songs and then I tie it into something from the Bible. But well, what I but what I found what I found that I was having trouble with is and maybe I'm going to just make a, a, a choice and commit is like I'd always go as we see in Daryl Hollow Notes track three, disc four. Uh, I can't go for that. No, 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 can do. And then I would just tie in like the one I'm working on is, is how many things happen in our life where you want to say no, you can't, but for whatever reasons you say you do, there's some things in your life you have to say no to, you have to, blah, blah, blah. And then I, then now, then I look up Bible verses where it says, if when you have your faith and you wear it like a belt or like a weighted vest, that's not the exact words, you're more grounded. So when you have to make those decisions of no, no can do, it's yeah. already there. You're not wishy-washy because you're not moving in the wind because your your foundation is kind. Of, so then I somehow tie that with uh, funny. So that's my new eighty shirt. There's but some I never very funny proverbs. Um, there's a proverb, and I, I, you know, I'm not good at numbers. My father used to be able to shoot out the numbers like crazy. Mm-hmm. I, bear, I although I do remember my first phone number ever. But um, there's a proverb that has helped my marriage because it says. Better to sit on the corner of a roof than argue with a quarrelsome wife. I'm like, that's what this. You're better off sitting up on your roof. That's it. Just the and not even the whole roof, just the corner where you could possibly fall off. Well, maybe that's the song I was going to try to find it for you, uh, but I'm not that good. Yeah, maybe that's you know, like the song "Sitting on the Dock of the Bay," "Sitting Up on the Roof." Remember that one? A roof, roof. Yeah. Roof. I don't know. Luke always gives me a hard time. My husband always gives me a hard time. Uh, let me tell you about him. So I talk about him a lot in my acts. People go, how does he handle it? He handles it. He loves it. He loves that I talk about him. He doesn't care what I say because that's the confidence of being the hot kid in the slow class. And um, he said to me the other day, you got to watch this video. I go, what are you talking about? And he goes, it's this drunk cop and he's trying to pull this guy out of the car and he and he goes. He's so drunk the cop can't even can't even walk straight. And I'm like, wow. Let me see that because, like, you know, we're over yeah, here yeah. in our house. You do what you want in your house, but we're big cop supporters. We we good cops. Nobody wants bad cops, but they're You're bad allowed to be both. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. people always get weird about. That like, I'm I'm family police. My grandfather yes. was killed on line of duty. You're allowed to be pro police and anti horrible ones. That That's do shitty fine. jobs. Just you're like allowed, anything else. Um, you're allowed, you're I, allowed I, to I go I love both. teachers. I also yeah. don't like, I don't like the ones that bang their students. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So okay. you're allowed, you're allowed to be both. Go I know in, in, in the world we live in now, you have to pick a side. You, you're allowed to go, mm, eh, eh. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in the cops, but also trained ones. Right. So I was no. like, oh my God, let me see this. I sit down to watch it with him. 
first of all, r- right at the top, it says John Reap.com. I go, babe, that's John <laughs> Reap. He goes, yeah, I know. It must have been on his website. I'm like, no, no, that cop. And I'm listening. <laughs> and I go, that's John. Oh, it's so good. And then, but it was so good that Reap had to release a second video saying it's a fake thing. I, this is from years ago. I think it's from like 2005 or 2008. It was a sketch, a sketch. A sketch. I can't even sketch, get sketch scat. Yeah. It was yeah. scat. It was scat. It was a scat thing he did. He should release it now. Like he I wonder if he it's playing like crazy. It's got like eight million views. I'm gonna do reaction one. I don't know how those work, but you know how ever see those videos where it's just people staring at it? Yes, and talking so, about it. I'm gonna start doing that too. So I'm gonna do uh, me just staring at, at Reap doing that and see if I get one follower. Or however, it's so funny. Listen, John, I have two videos. One has fifty-two million views, and one has sixty-three million views, and it's my just for laughs set at the gala that I did with Sebastian. But it's not on my site; it's on their site. I can't even repost it because they keep saying that it's copyright infringement. I'm like, it's me. Like, I can't. I mean, I don't get a dime off of it. Like. How much money that would be? Like, I mean, fifty million—it's twenty-five hundred dollars a million, right? So, get a calc—you got a calculator? Yeah, Hold no, on, I, 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 I do, I do. I got my '80s calculator. Oh, you do? Okay, go ahead. Because I was saying this one, everybody. Oh, that's a Samuel. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of money. Twenty-five hundred. Twenty-five hundred. One. Two, three. How many? How many zeros in million? Seven. I'm trying to think of my last tax forms. Yeah, uh, like that. yeah something like that. About that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think that's it. Seven, right? Yeah. I don't know. They don't me a, a a a crap ton of money. That's what I know. I don't know how to do it. Anyway, I saw on uh, I am not on TikTok or any, even I just refuse and it just seems very young. So I'm just yeah. I'm doing no no can do no can. Uh, but somebody sent me a clip saying they're using your audio and it's one of an old bit of mine that was used like four hundred some thousand times. It's an old bit that I would never do, and people are acting it out. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm still not okay. like so same. Uh, there's a girl that did it. She's got uh, some bit that I did. I can't remember which one. Maybe my spider bit. Could have been my threesome joke. I can't remember. Um, they She had 3 million viewers or 3 million likes. Right. My joke. Her doing, which is great. Uh, they don't even put your, ne- your name to yeah. tag you, so yeah. at least it will let no. people know, but whatever. I thought, <laughs> uh, you know what? I joined TikTok. Maybe they would like the actual joke. Like maybe I should, since someone would like her saying it 3 million times worth, maybe they would like me telling the joke actually. Mm. Uh, Probably about 67 views. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm about a second away from doing this. And this is kind of uh, just follows along. If you listen to the podcast all the time, you know how much. So I was at a concert and I saw these fellas, which you kind of know. Yes, I happen to know them. Hi, guys. A little uh, uh, new kids on the block action I saw over the uh, weekend with the wife with Salt and Pepper and Rick Ashley and uh, and Vogue. But here's what I think I want to do as uh, a guy my age. Instead of me trying to perform, me trying to do comedy, me trying to do funny videos, which just, just uh, I think we got to boy band it is what we do. Well, what about me? You what find, do I do then? I, I You find somebody who's, a, who's, who's in their 20s and uh-huh. you go, listen, kid, I'm going to give you an act. And you take all your act from your 20s, you go, you do this. And then you do funny videos. And I'm going to get the check, see? And every week I'm going to pay you, right? You just go out there and you just get that cash. I don't know why I got to talk like that. I don't know. Well, remember we talked about, so I had, last I talked to you on the podcast, I had just come from Chappelle's uh, compound. Yeah. And um, done a set in between Dave, who did 20 Minutes. And then uh, John Stewart, who did 30 minutes after me. And I felt like it was really good and I did a good job. And then I realized as I come home, like it's one thing, like I knew that they are multi-millionaires, that they're at the top of our game. I would argue that Dave is the greatest of all time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are also Mark Twa- Twain. Mike, Mike, almost Mark almost said something that yeah, get yeah. me kicked out of church. Yeah. Um, Mark Twain winners, like Kennedy Center, Mark Twain prize winners. And I'm like, everybody laughed consistently through Dave, through me, through John. How come, like, there was no in the middle going, oh my God, well, she didn't win the Mark Twain prize. Like, you know what I mean? Jokes are jokes are jokes. (laughs) So I'm hoping that we can figure something out where I think we just need to Stop talking about it, and we all need to get on tour together. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, but see, I have. Hold on, to show you how much I diversify. By the way, um, dates for me and Mister Reap. If you go to heffernandreap.com this weekend, I'm at the West Palm or Palm Beach Improv. I don't know what they call it. Uh, I'm at one of them uh, this weekend. That's um, nice. Hopefully my flights make it there, unlike last week. And then I'm someplace in in St. Louis uh, at the end of July. John Reap is he's always someplace. We'll put up uh, Tammy's shows and stuff like. Um, I have to show you this, and then I want to tell you a little story uh, about a man named Jed. So uh, you know how I always like to diversify, right? You know how yes. I'm always trying to. That's called ADD. I don't think it's diversify. I think your brain just doesn't. Right. So, you know, I wrote my spy book. That's right here. The holding deal. Uh Can we act it out? Should we act it out? Well, I have something we can act out. So I have the the holding deal. And then I have another book I wrote in my 20s. It was just from my act. But here's the newest creation that is going to be out in maybe two weeks. And uh, nobody can go to links to it now. Because uh, it's not ready, but I just want to show you the cover and you can tell me what you think about the cover. But I think there's a way that I can be a number one bestseller 
in the children's category for a day if everybody gets on board and buys it the day that it's out. But I just want to, I'm right now, this is a, a exclusive reveal of the book that I've been uh, working on with my wife. We've had a couple reads um, here on the show about it. So I, I've teased it, but the cover is done. The, all of it's done actually, except for one little thing. And I will show you the cover and you can just tell me uh, what you think right here. What, look at that. Does that look official or what? Can you read the... I love that. My grandma makes blueberry pancakes. I love that. Who that, drew that? You? Uh, so I hired a guy. I figured you uh, did. Okay, so I, I hired a guy on this thing called uh, Upwork. Okay? It's called, you know, you find like freelancers to do stuff. And I, I didn't want to... I was Instead trying to of just going in front of Home Depot and seeing who's hanging out. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I wanted to get, but, but drawing human faces is kind of tough. And this everybody is excellent. Well, yes. Uh, I had a little bit of language problem with them, but I kind of liked how we did everything. We had a problem uh, up front when he was drawing a grandma who looked like she was 140 years old. So I really wanted to make sure. That the grandma looks just like a, looks like a grandma grandma's age, right? Because grandmas can be in the forties now. Uh, so I so I had him draw a bunch of characters because the little stories Jane there on the right uh, walks around and she wants to know who can make blueberry pancakes. It's pretty much a book. I don't want to give a spoiler alert. So one of the one of the stories is uh, she goes to her neighbor. And she asked the she uh, asked the neighbor as I'm pulling up something. I will give you the. Hold on, hold on, everybody. Um, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, right. So, right. Guys, I just want you to know that this, what you are yeah. seeing, this is what when John is. We have been friends for, I guess, thirty years now, probably right. come right. close. And right. this is what happens on all our conversations. It okay. always so- starts with. It's going to a point, and then it's it's a series of hold ons. Okay. And then All right. So, so here's the here's the the writing of it. So then Jane goes. Uh, Jane waves her neighbor, and she gives his fences shake. Neighbor, can you help me make blueberry pancakes? And then the neighbor comes out and says, "I can make them fluffy." I declare out loud, "My pancakes are soft and light. It's like eating a cloud." Right. So that's all kind of thing. Uh, so then I had the guy draw what the neighbor looked like. And Alan, do you have that picture from two weeks ago? I didn't give you a lot of heads up, but I think you'll know uh, which one it was. You want you uh, you showed it to me actually uh, when the podcast started. So okay, that's kind of a bad uh, thing. But if if it was clearer, he made this neighbor lady look so smoking, like she has a short skirt on. She's got like boobs. She's got like a short, short dress. And then I had the ixnay. Um, yeah, because that girl looks like she's got a problem. Well, it's this picture. Her, it's the, it's the, it's no, the. No, I mean, the little girl, her head is so giant and the neighbor's head is normal size. I mean, you yeah. Gotta- yeah. And then this is a bad picture of it. But so then we had to, when Michelle looked at it, she's like, why is Jane living next to Charo? Uh, so we, we had to switch <laughs> it up. All right, Alan, we don't have to show him up because it's all clear. So that book, um, the little, uh, little kid book about pancakes I've been working on. It's going to get done in two weeks. 
That's, That's what good. I do. My son's favorite kid's book when he was little is if you give a pig a pancake. So maybe that's what that sketch was. Maybe that's what a, the neighbor was. Oh, wait, if you give a kid a pancake? I don't oh, even know that. A, now people are going to think I ripped a off. A pancake. Her oh, head is red give, like Stewie. Yep. Oh, not true. Um, yeah, that, he, that, peop, that lady had a whole series. If you give a pig a pancake, if you give a mouse a house, she had a, I mean, you, you know, look, I'm, I'm well-versed. Hey, do you not have filters on this service here? I would like a filter, uh, I think. This you know, you get, I just bought some new Diva lights. I, I will send you the link. They work awesome. I don't have any in here. It just, well, I have I'm a just, blue light on. I have a couple ring lights on, you know. Um, I, I will send you a link that Alan sent me for the their squares about this big, put off no heat. You put it directly in front of your face. Perfecto. I could do that if I shut this blue light off, but the blue light I thought gave it some character. I've been noticing all the big YouTube stars have colors behind them, but I yeah, see, I I tried doing that with this. This is a called backdrop, and I tried like blowing up this color thing, Mm -hmm. but the white over here, I don't know what to do with that, and I don't know how to make the. I just want the pot like this. I don't know how to. Yeah. have all this extra well, I actually have a movie projector, a movie screen projector I could put behind me. But you know what um, looks cool? If you look at Mike Rowe does a podcast, he's just sitting almost exactly in the type of scenario you have with just a, a mic, and it's nothing. Did, this is I from, would, did I ever read this to you? This is uh, from uh, the Jerry Lewis telethon when uh, John Kerry and George Bush election. That's how long I've been a comic. And it's, I, I stole this from my dressing room after Bob Goulet took a dump in it. Um, it said, important, no politics, please. And I've used this for my whole life. Jerry Lewis has asked that no references be made during the telethon to the election to Messieurs, Messieurs, Bush and or Kerry, or to any aspect, because Messieurs, because Jerry was uh, huge in France. So I'm sure that's oh, why. Oh, so they, uh, okay. Comedians are especially urged to be careful about this manner. Okay? This manner. Political references on our show, including the wearing of politically inscribed items, can result in serious consequences for the association. Your utmost cooperation is requested. So they just, like, literally, this this is a threatening letter in millennials. <laughs> right, yeah, right? Free speech, man. So, um... Where are you coming up uh, any anytime soon? So July eighth and 9th, I have a crazy I have a crazy July Let's July eighth and 9th at the Atlantic City Comedy Club. It's a at the Claridge Hotel Celebrity Theater. Uh, July fourteenth, uh, I'm at the Nantucket Comedy Festival, which is my first time on Nantucket. Um, yeah, never been. Um, July twenty second. Uh, I'm at the Kate in in Saybrook, Connecticut, and July 23rd, I'm at the Stage One in Fairfield, Connecticut, and the last week of the month, I'm at Bassani's in Port Charlotte. So it's a crazy. So, month in so all the July are just getting very, I'm very Connecticut. Uh-huh. I know, yes, that's a lot of Connecticut. I'm in, in the Tucket. Oh, Murphy, we should go see Basketball. But it's the worst thing. I'm so busy, but. No one is coming out in the summer because everybody has. Guys, tell me in the chat. 
everybody has like triple the amount of stuff you normally do in the summer, right? Because you're making up for all of those things that didn't happen for the past two summers. I right. mean, no one's out. No one's out. <laughs> uh, they will when you're at for, uh, um, in Port Charlotte. Yes, um, because it's, a, it's free air conditioning. It's free air conditioning. They've all been retired for 30 years. I love, Charlie. So oh, I, I love it. Charlie. I would move down there. We actually were looking at condos in that area. It's just hard to get to a airport or anything from there. Are you telling me that? Are you talking to me? Huh? I yeah. live an hour and a half from every uh, airport. Yeah. I, yeah. You, 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 can, you, know you can't I mean? do that. It's quality of life, but I, I'm not ready for Florida. I, that's the only part of Florida that I would move to. Where's Mr. Reap? We we know we we he's he's a he's a, he's in yeah. North Carolina. Uh, so um, what was I telling you about the phone? At things I want to talk about. We didn't get to any of it, and the show's almost over. No, um, no, we did. We talked about we talked about uh, the book. We talked about um, uh, but I know what we were going to talk about. So in case you guys are trying to listen to a comedian, one of us <laughs> on on Spotify, you should know. That months ago they took comics off of Spotify um, because they, I guess they just didn't want to pay us. So comics like me, John, John Reed, Reno, all your buds, they took us off. They left huge ones. Greg Warren, they've left huge ones on there, of course. Uh, Kevin Hart, uh, you know, all those are still there. Now that if you look for us this week coming up, on Sirius XM, and hopefully not into the future. Hopefully it stops tomorrow. But they've now <laughs> taken us off of Sirius XM as well because somebody has decided to do a class action thing and throw all our names in on it. So, Yeah, so uh, it, that drives me crazy. I go to Spotify. There's no albums of mine on there at all. Uh, now, today, I found out that all of my tracks that played on satellite are all also no longer going to be Who played. Who told you that? On, How'd you find on, that out? I have to leave out this person, the original person who said, I'm hearing some scuttlebutt, da, da, da. And I'm like, I don't know if that could be true. And then I called somebody and then those people called and it all got back. Yeah, it's 100 percent true, which one pisses me off as the artist uh, that nobody lobs in an email um, I know to, they could have sent us one, and said, hey. but I have I've I've done comedy for thirty three years. I have six albums. I have no I have no way to show for it now. Now Do you've you just somebody- taken all my stuff off of everything. Unless you buy something on Apple, which nobody does, there is it's. I'm I'm beyond livid, and there's nobody to talk to. I'm gonna I'm gonna How do some this? investigation research that's and have right. people because uh that's right. Mark, save John. Um, save Tammy too. Save yeah, save, save Tammy. But, but it it sucks, and we are not in the know. I think my level of of uh, comicy, um, nobody cares. So it's not that big a deal. But if you're looking for us, you got to go see us. Um, I have two sample songs that someone made at Spotify, and trust me, they're very obviously jokes and very little editing. But I keep emails about monetizing well i think that um, dylan Jared, i mean i think that's awesome i think what they've done though is that if you only have two 
they don't have to pay you the, they're paying you, but they don't have to pay that much when there's someone like I have two and a half albums out or three, you have three, actually I have three and a half. You have six. That's what I don't have a physical copy of any of my stand-up anymore. The past, hey, serious, I'll send you some of mine. I have boxes. I have boxes. I don't of have mine. a DVD of the past two specials. Um, if those disappear off of Prime, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much screwed. Hmm. Hmm. I think we gotta. Maybe we. I, let's start. I'll, I'll get a hold of Reap and see. What if we start a one eight hundred number, and we'll pl- we'll. Uh, We'll put all of our tracks on a one eight hundred number, and you can call it, and you can listen to our stand up. I think that sounds like a great idea. And, and if, if call and you randomly get a joke, and you get the, you get a number, and then um, yeah, it'll be like those eight hundred chat lines. It'll be like those party lines. We'll do it. We'll do that, or you can uh, self address envelope, and we'll write out a joke and send it to your PO box. I'll tell you what, if you, I think what I'm going to do is I'll set it up. Everybody who follows me on Instagram or Twitter will get the link to the private number with the jokes. What about that? What if we did that? Now we're getting, we're saying, see, this is what I like about this podcast. Like, like there, there's, we got a lot of ideas. Yeah, we do. We I, I think people, nothing over here. Well, we got to do, we're going to bring back, we're going to bring back an 800 number where people can just call and listen. Like time and temperature. But we'll, just, we'll give time we'll attempts. We'll, we'll have it be you just kind of check in and may, a dollar a month to get to get the private super phone number. And then if you're at, if you're out somewhere and you meet somebody and you don't want to give them your real phone number, if people still do that. You give our, our number. Yeah, that's fine. And we can also maybe get a little uh, maybe we get some advertising or something. Tell the joke. You I'm know? thinking direct mail. Uh, my buddy who's on here, uh, Jason uh, Moffat, I don't know where he went. Jason Moffat is he's an internet. Like he, he's he's an internet marketing whiz. I don't know why we don't have him on, and he could, he could give us one of his little things that he does to to help me, you, and Reap and and Rena. We'll put we'll, we'll do a little test marketing thing. Yeah, you well, know, I would, would love it because we will have to collectively learn how to spell algorithm together. But um, I don't know. I think that we're having a hard time. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I was telling you, I'll save that story. I was going to tell my MRI story. Uh, let me ask the audience yeah. in here: Does anybody who has? Uh, by the way, we're seeing everybody. Jason, uh, we, we yeah, help we us market our, our thing. I think Jason, we go direct. Should we go uh, mail pack that thing where? You know, those blue things you get with coupons to like California closets and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Maybe we put um, jokes in there. Uh, maybe we just buy infomercial time like hey, uh, Byron Allen. Do you know Hulu? Did you, Hulu, um, you can do commercials, local yeah. commercials for Hulu for literally pennies. Pennies a play. So for like 500 bucks, you can get thousands and thousands of local commercials on Hulu. I say, I say we make, I say we make a a commercial for Hulu and we just play it. And then we see, you remember like those old me and uh, Greg Warren were talking about this. You'd go into a truck stop and they used to have those CDs and yeah, they were like laughing they, hyenas and they looked horrible. We make yeah. a horrible cover. 
So like you are, there's a star and your, your face, like a bad black and white headshot, Reeves face. And we'll put like all American comedy, just or something like that. And then that's the commercial we'll, we'll make that people can order this CD. Goes, you look pretty on bunch on bus benches. That's awesome. That's what we should do. We should do all that. Old. But John, I like that. Well, I think we just got to get our tour moving. Period. 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 That's what mm-hmm. we got to do. I have an idea. Tomorrow, you and I are going to call Andrew Dorfman. We love him. He's a good guy. We're calling. Uh, him. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, all right. I kind of feel now that we're, we have some. Uh, what are you in the crowd? If you uh, were a comic trying to, what, what are, what's our even goal anymore? I don't really I don't care know, about man. staying alive. <laughs> I think like I, you I, don't. I, I gave up wanting to, to be have money and be respected. Now I think I just want to go out, get my bills paid, and hang out with people I like because there are so many idiots in comedy now. Yeah, I mean there are always idiots, but. I'd rather just hang out with my friends and be able to pay my bills. There's nothing greater. So do like one show a week, somewhere fun. Yeah. Uh, We'll do my in bed by 10. I don't know why people are not jumping all over this. Uh, Make sure one one of all streams that have ads, Hulu video, et cetera. I say make one. Yeah. We'll just figure it out. Maybe we'll make like a fake movie, like a 30 second fake movie and then have a QR code. And it just leads to all of our stuff. I say we well, hornswoggle. I think we should read your your uh, your book, just as a kids' book, and try to sell it. Like, oh, not the kids' book, the spy book. The spy book was good. I always wanted to do a tele a tele thing of that, where yeah, we where we, we read all it out. Have parts on it. All right. Um, I had uh, I, I kind of have so much to say, but I almost want to save it. Um, yeah, till I, I'm not here. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna save it. Uh, you need to voice because I'm gonna do once this book's done. You, you need to do a voice of one of the the parties in it. Oh, I would love it. Who could I be? Uh, you would be. You could be the neighbor. We've changed her though. The neighbor now is, is a way older lady. That's perfect for me. Way older lady. Um, yeah. So we got that. Um, let's go to the thing real quick. Cause I, I feel like we're ending on uh, you know, how when you don't know how to get off stage, but you kind of want to, let me go uh, to the chat. Okay. And can I, I'll help you end too. Can I tell you something that happened? Sure. This week? Sure. Sure. Everyone sure. Um, you may or may not know. I have a son. Um, half of the reason that I don't live in LA more than half 95% of the reason was, is I wanted to raise him around, what I thought were normal people and turns out my family, I forgot how abnormal they are, but um, I had brought him to a million shows where he stayed in the green room. He's traveled with me a couple of times a year. He knows a lot of my comics friends. Um, We started a thing where I had comics tell kids jokes because I wanted him to know my friends, but I didn't want him to know the act this week. At the Orlando Improv, we were down there with him and two of his friends, age 14. They sat in on my show, and I heard my son laughing at my oh jokes. My and it was probably the coolest thing that I'm, he said to me. And, you know, I mean, granted, he's biased, but he said, Mommy, you killed. Oh, that's and so it awesome. was the greatest thing. 
Yeah. Did um and you heard you was obviously in a room full of people. Um, you heard him. Myself. You just uh-huh. you yeah. just you just heard his his laughter. Yeah, his, his cackle. Like when I'm talking about his dad or whatever. Like, I mean, you know, and and it, I was really lucky. It was a good set, and there were a few hecklers that I handled, and he loved. You know, he, you know, he sees. It was good for him to see that just underneath this person is a mm-hmm. lunatic that is angry over everything yeah. and yeah. he needs to know how much i pat that person down yeah him, you know so he's, he saw you going after the hecklers he's like oh i didn't know my mom had that like she could be yeah you know I've, I've seen mom mad i've seen that uh mom but i haven't seen this snarky kind of dig at you deep where it hurts one yeah yeah which is worse than just getting mad me emasculate everybody and men women whatever yeah yeah uh ken uh Bo actually said tammy w- would you do a show in reap and hickory that's one of the things me and reaps yeah. follow through suck reaps a very busy guy so and but i will say we were gonna do this time last year we were doing these town swap things and we we did it once i went to hickory Reap came to this area to here and then I never heard back. From and you. then we never heard back from you. And then there's this cool little place right in my town that I live in that seats 400 that I could probably fill it. You say uh, it every time I say Guys, it every- make him make it happen for me. I, w- I will say this if, 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 uh, if Chelsea, Michigan at, um, oh, what's it called? Some rocks. I forgot the name. <laughs> What's the call? Anyway, it's 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 like four hundred people. It's it Robin Hills. Uh, everybody, blow up Robin Hills' uh, uh, Facebook page and say that you you want to see John Heffern, Tammy Pescatelli, and John Reap. We'll do. A, I'll do a comedy festival. You want to a comedy festival in the middle of summer? Yeah, real quick. Uh, sponsored by True True North. Jerky right here in Chelsea. We can make it happen. We'll get four of us. So you, everyone, stay here, and then we'll go do uh, one show, and we'll get it sponsored by uh, people. And so Great. there, boom! You look at that. that. Then we'll time. do. Then we'll do another day. If that's the case, we'll do it there. Then we'll drive over here and we'll do it here. Where's the the place by you? We uh, we'll just... do it at Voodoo Brewery. That's what we'll do. Voodoo Brewery in in August. Can we do it yeah. in August? Is that yeah. too hot? Could be, but okay. Well, we can't do it in the, when it's cold. Yeah, and, but we could do it in September, which should be good. Nice chill day because we're going to do it earlier in the afternoon. Okay, people, let's we're going to call done. it the Gas Money Tour. We'll do it the Gas Money. Do you have a bowling alley in town? Because me and Reap crush it at bowling alleys. We do have a bowling alley. So you get that. Let's do the That's How We Roll tour. Me and Reap will show up, and you, and we'll perform at the bowling alley in in your town. Okay. Or the place by you. Okay. Two, two, two hundred. We can, we can fit two hundred people. I've never seen it, but me and Reap did a bunch, and we did it, and it was super fun. That is what we call. That's how we roll, and it'll be in the fall. And you, whatever local school you have, uh, their their boosters, we can give some cashola to a school organization for performing arts or their speech class or something. All right, we'll figure it out. Okay. Biggest thing. Um, your son has a kung fu. Here we go. Wood you, you, tummy. 
So when when your son is a, an older older man decides that it's time to move and he doesn't know what's going to happen to the kung fu dummy, um, tell him he, he he already has a bitter. If he ever decides to sell it, That's I want it the kung like. fu dummy. It's that the kung fu dummy is something that I've wanted since I was eleven, and I just think now I have the buying power that I can make it happen. You can probably make it. If you can make those little charcuterie boards, you can make this. This It's a telephone pole with some eggs on it. All right. Everybody, make sure you check out Pescatelli.com. To this day, I don't know how to spell her last name, but it's right there. I know. Thank also, you, you can uh, check out Heffern and Reap. Uh, we're at a bunch of places. Yeah. John Reap has his show, Country-ish. We has guests in their segments, and he has callers and producers on it. Uh, John Reap also, you haven't done that show? Uh-uh. It's set up. It looks nice. It's it's a whole thing. Um, also, he's got his crews, the uh, three of three amigo something crews happening in 2050. I don't know when it's happening. You should go, Tammy. What is it? It's it's like a it's in a year and it's like a year from now. It's a yeah. seven day cruise. That's the only thing I'm like. I'm like, oh my god, seven days. Uh, but um, Reno Collier's doing it. Um, I'm doing it. I think he should be pushing for more comics to do it and make it I'd more. Do of it. A thing. It would be great because we could get a lot accomplished. Invite me. Okay. I appreciate you showing up last minute. Um, we got a lot to figure out, uh, off air because we got to make things happen. I'm, I'm sick of things not happening. It's, so they're time. Gonna happen. it's time. All right. Uh, Tammy, great talking to you. I'll probably talk to you soon. All right. Call me until, tomorrow until next we meet or speak. Thank you everybody for listening to the Heffernery podcast. Uh, John, we will be back. Well, maybe next week is the fourth. So you probably won't see any of us, but then after that, then it's back on. By the way, uh, this show was sponsored by thebestcuttingboards.com. What? Thebestcuttingboards.com. If you haven't got a cutting board yet, you should go. Why? Because we're doing all the orders now for Christmas. So this is, we have time. So so if you have Christmas ideas, you get a cutting board before the recession starts. The recession is going to start in about two months. So you have about two months to spend money willy-nilly. Then you better hunker down on it. So right now, go to thebestcuttingboards.com and buy a gift for somebody for the holidays. As John Reap would say to everybody, bicycle. I don't know how he says it. That's weird. That's it. <laughs> it was bicycle. I must say that every day. <laughs> hey, Gray. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let the